The hymn says, ancient world changing you and changing me. And this is the important thing that we never take the word for granted. I heard a song this morning and the words of the song changed me for me to rise up feeling like a champion because I have an added advantage. The blood is going to help me to win. And that's the kind of response you're supposed to have to the word of God. May we not despise the word of God. I bring you the word this morning. I'm going to ask um, Multimedia just bring up the slide. I'm not going to preach long. I'm just going to tell you what is about to happen. Up on the screen, the scripture Proverbs 2 and verse 6b from the Easy Bible, which you're not likely to have, says, God helps us to understand the things that are too difficult for us. He helps us to know what we need to know. And so I entitled the message, The Blessing of Always Knowing What to Do. <laughs> Let me preface what I'm going to talk to you about. A lot of people are confused. A lot of people are feeling hopeless. A lot of people are feeling defeated. But really, they shouldn't feel like that. The only problem they have is they don't know what to do. Every problem can become a springboard onto levels of glory and success. As a matter of fact, the people that made it in life looked for a problem and solved the problem and they became a star. So a problem is not a bad thing. It's a bad thing when you don't know what to do. When you get to a crossroad, you don't know which way to go. And the Bible comes to tell us that God helps us to understand the things that are too Difficult for us. Have you ever, ever heard the scripture read like this before? He goes on to say, God helps us to know what we need to know. If you knew what you needed to know, you will not be where you are. You'll be far ahead of where you are. What you call a problem will not be a problem anymore. It's something you're going to step on. This could be a problem, but if I know how to step on it, I get taller. Today is a day of the blessing of always knowing what to do. Because this cross of his resurrection does not give us just the power of resurrection. It gives us the blood of Jesus that helps us to win, but also guarantees the blessing of always knowing what to do. Think about your life. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, he got what I'm saying. Think about your life. If you always know, knew what to do when you want child, is becoming errant. If you knew what to do when your competitor in business are ahead of you and sabotaging your progress. If you knew what to do. I remember my son told me, Dami, he said, exams don't faze me. It says, I have learned how to pass exam. I can never do an exam without getting excellent marks. He says, I can never. I said, what? Oga, I have four degrees in law. I've never heard anybody say that. And he proved it to me. He said, any exam written by a man, if I see that exam, I'll pass. He said, I have found how to pass exams. I'm still begging him to come and teach all the other children. Because after that, 
He went to Oxford University without me knowing. Got 100% scholarship to Oxford University under age to study an MBA. They don't give you an MBA when you're a young person. You must have worked like five, ten years. He had worked only one year. He got scholarship. He smashed an MBA. So if I didn't believe before, I believe now. Now, if I knew what he knew, will I be afraid of any exam? Is there something you ought to know that the enemy is using to kick you around like a football? If, do you think if Nigeria knew what to do, Nigeria would be here? Today is the day of the blessing of always knowing what to do. Father, how will we not love you? You're just full of wonderful surprises. Always taking care of business. From any angle, you wrap us up in your love. And today, you're telling us there's still another blessing of always knowing what to do. Because God helps us to understand the things that are too difficult for us. God helps us to know what we need to know. Father, Lord, today as I preach the word, every one of us, let us come into the knowledge of what we really need to know in this transition, at this point in our lives, in, 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 the, in, in respect of the battles that we're facing and the things we're trying to build and the problems we're trying to solve. Father, do it for us that we may continue to dance with joy in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I like the person who said that, Amen. God is going to double that blessing of always knowing what to do in your life. You may be seated. Is there someone feeling as blessed as I am? I doubt it. I, I, I just feel on top right now. And it wasn't like that until I came into the house of the Lord. Proverbs 2 verse 6b, the easy Bible, breaks it down and says, you need to know that God helps us. To understand the things that are too difficult for us. It didn't say difficult. Too difficult. Let me try here. Is there someone here who has something you're facing? It may not be personal. It may be your children. It may be your boss. It may be your finances. It may be the house you're building. Something that is proving too difficult for you to solve. Let me see your hand up. Do you know what happened? After today. That will not be your problem anymore. Too difficult. Do you know some people are so difficult, you don't even know how to deal with them. As you're trying to understand this, they metamorphose to another thing. And if the person is sufficiently close to you, your life is going to be in a turmoil. God helps us to understand the things which includes people and situations. That are too difficult for us. He helps us to know what we need to know. Hey. It's not what we want to know. A lot of us pursue what we want to know. It is more important for me to know what I need to know. That devil that is hiding what we need to know. Today your ministry is terminated in Jesus name. The blessing of always knowing what to do. In Nigeria. Do we have a few things or many things we need to know what to do? Let me try the people on this side. Uh, if you're living in Nigeria like me and you carry a green passport, do we have few 
or many things we need to know what to do about them? Somebody said, the fact that you're living in Nigeria, you deserve GCON, Grand Commander of the Order of Nigeria. The fact that you're living in Nigeria and you're still alive and you can still smile, you deserve a National Merit Award. Tough place. Let me ask you. The way the economy is going, does God need to help us to understand the things that are too difficult for us to understand or not? Ah, if you are not answering, it means it's somebody's money you're spending. You're not spending your own money. Men, have our wives not increased what we must give them? I said, have they not increased what we must give them? Eh? Budget. National budget. Personal budget and house budget. Okay. Does it mean our own income has gone up? Do they want to know whether your income has gone on or not? They will collect what they want to collect. Hello. See, all the women are quiet. Shh. They're pretending they're not in church now. Those of you that are not collecting somebody's money yet, you will, you, God will give you somebody you'll be collecting that money too. Including my daughter, Temi. God will give you that person. You'll be collecting that money. Because as I'm talking now, she carry face. Say, Daddy, pray for the husband first. So when it comes to complain to you, I said, my father too is giving my mother. So what's, what's your problem? Now so he be. This year we have entered. Have you heard the rate of inflation? You know, the latest one I heard, a governor said they printed 60 billion to sort out themselves. Me too, I wish I could print money in my house. I for not they complain. They say that I'm a troublemaker. If me too, I can print money, Pastor Yomi, I want to buy like your Lexus. I know where they sell it. I don't know why you're driving a car bigger than your pastor. Kneel down there and close your eyes. But let me pray that prayer. It say, our sons will be greater than us. Help me clap for this man. He's fulfilling prophecy. But that car can't be the only Lexus 570 in this church. If we could print money, Demola, we print and go and buy it. So send them a message to me. Say, if me too I can print, I will not be complaining. I'll be like Central Bank. I'll be speaking grammar. Then somebody came and said, we didn't print it. We created the uh, uh, digital money. Uh, same difference. See, transfer money to my account. I don't need to see the paper. Once the thing enter, pim like this, I go chop the money. I will chop it well, well. Okay? The days are gone that you need to carry paper to spend money. If I want to buy a house, now I don't need to see money. Don't tell me that you didn't print money. Give me the power to create digital money. I, I will stop complaining. Hello. When you live in a country where some people can print money and make your own money become newspaper in your hand. The more they print, the more your money becomes nonsense. And you do not have the power to print your own money. We need God to show us what we need to know to be able to solve this difficult problem. That's the place for you to clap for me. See, post this 
post this clip, post it all over the place. I want them to hear me. If you say, why are we complaining about, just allow me to be able to create money like you. I will stop complaining. Grace Assembly, as a church, I wish we had the capacity. So when you live in Nigeria and God comes along and the Bible says God helps us to understand the things that are too difficult for us. It is difficult. And he helps us to know what we need to know. When they are not telling us how to really solve the problem. Somebody has to tell me what I need to know so that whatever they're doing will not bury me and my family alive. Thank God for Jesus. Someone say thank God for Jesus. This is what this sermon is all about. A preparation to download and distribute what we need to know about this economy. I am working with some people that have knowledge, inside information, revelation. We're packaging to be able, this scripture, God is not going to come down from heaven. He's going to find somebody Give the person what is yours and the person gives you the information and bam, you solve the problem of your school. When you, need to, when you know what you need to know about your school, your school will prosper. You will not have room for people. That's what happens. If you know what you need to know, your life will radically change. Let me read a scripture to you. Proverbs 2, verse 10 to 11. Next Sunday, I want you to come to church, invite somebody you love, we're going to break down what we need to know. Because God is helping us. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be revelatory. It's going to be information, tested information leading. And then we're going to pin it down with some prophetic prayers. Glory to God. Proverbs 2 verses 10 to 11. I want to read from the TPT, the Passion Translation. It says, when wisdom wins your heart... And revelation breaks in. Hallelujah. True pleasure, come on now, will enter your soul. Pleasure means enjoyment. Not enjoyment, enjoyment. When wisdom enters your heart, because God shows you what you need to know. And revelation breaks in about those things that used to be too difficult for you. The Bible says the conclusion is true pleasure will enter your soul. He restores my soul. Everything is cool. May things become cool for us. Verse 11 says, If you choose to follow good counsel, this conclusion is based on a supposition. If That is if you choose to follow good counsel. It says divine design will watch over you and understanding will protect you from making poor choices. If you choose to follow good counsel that we are going to give you next Sunday. Some people live in self-deceit. They never take counsel. They never listen. If you choose to follow the good counsel... Divine design means the way God foreordained your life to be. Do you know that if God were to take you from where you are to where you ought to be, you'll be ten times greater than you are today. The world is so wicked, holds us back. If you choose, the choice is yours. 
I don't know what you've been choosing before, but choose life so that you and your children can prosper. If you choose to follow the good counsel that God is going to send to you, hmm, showing you what you need to know so they can turn things around, it says divine design. That's like the Garden of Eden design will watch over you and understanding will protect you from making poor choices. Let me ask a question here. Is there anybody here honest enough to say I've made some poor choices in my life? Let me see your hand up. Me, I have made a few poor choices. You know what poor choices does? When your blessing comes, the poor choice you made two years ago will swallow up all the blessing. It will not be like you were not blessed. If you took a stupid loan with high interest rate for a business God didn't send you, it collapses. Hey, hey even the interest rate, not the capital. Any blessing God gives you, he'll be eating it like this in front of you. Your stomach will be rumbling with hunger. Your poor choices will be chopping all your blessing in front of you. And your children will be going to local school when robber slippers to school. When God is blessing you, say, I jump and pass in Jesus' name. But I believe God for better things concerning you that you will choose good counsel. Only 14 people said amen. You will choose good counsel. So that divine design will watch over you and the days of making poor choices are over. Can I ask you a question? See, if you are living in Canada, you're a Canadian citizen, there's social, what do you call that thing? Social benefits. Uh, all those things are there. If you make a poor choice, you know you may not feel it. If you make a poor choice in Nigeria, will you feel it? I said, will you feel it? Even your generator which you are not supposed to have because you are not an industry. It's the only industry that you have generator. All of you. So, some of you have three generators. One for morning, one for afternoon, one for night. <laughs> Even your generator, if you make a poor choice of not putting water, the thing overheats. Hmm? That night, you will suffer your poor choice. And if the gasket now burn. The engine cannot, cannot. The generator that I bought for four million ten years ago in my house. If the gasket burn, now poor choice. Why be you? Who go buy the next generator? You know, a lot of us are just managing ourselves. Can I get a witness? I, no, no, don't try me, don't try me. I, 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 we're just managing ourselves. I don't want trouble. I don't want trouble. You feel me? Your son is doing masters in a, a British university. You don't want trouble. Just let me just manage my... Let this boy just finish. I beg, pastor, please, 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 please. That's how it is. People like us that say, please, 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 please. Can we afford poor choices? Bible says that understanding will protect you from making poor choices. A lot of us have said something we're going to do this week. Ah, may God quickly reveal to us what we need to know. Whether it's a good choice or a poor choice. In the name of Jesus. Oh. So when the scripture comes along and says God helps us us to understand the things that are too difficult for us that 
propel us to make poor choices because we don't understand it. It says God will also help us to know what we need to know so that we do not get wired into a poor choice when we're just trying to stabilize our lives. I'm going to prove this to you today. I am, whether you believe it or not, I'm as spiritual as anybody you know. But just because I don't have a white beard, and just because I don't walk like this, does not mean I'm not spiritual. If you've seen me in warfare before, you know. If you don't know, that's your business. So when I'm talking about spirituality, I'm talking about spirituality that is intelligent and productive. I want to show you that even if you're spiritual and you make poor choices, it will look like you make Jesus look bad. Spirituality must be combined with wisdom. Because the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. In all you're getting, get wisdom, get understanding, and get knowledge. That's what the word of God says. In fact, the Jesus we, we, we celebrate, the Bible says Jesus is both the wisdom of God and the power of God in the New Testament. Every time they spoke to Jesus, because he understood them, he would answer them in a way that even the doctors of law, they become like kindergarten. Wisdom. I'm going to show you from the Bible that knowing what you need to know in addition to your spirituality is what will take you to the palace where you reign in this life. And if you don't know what you need to know, you may struggle and may never make it. Sad that would be. That would not be our portion in Jesus' name. Come with me to the book of Esther. Esther chapter 2 verses 15 to 17. A lot of you know that Esther was ordained to come from being an orphan that had nothing to become a superstar. That was the, the, the divine design. When the Bible says divine design will watch over you. That was a divine design. But for it to come to pass, I want to show you where good counsel, knowing what you need to know, was critical to her making it. I read from the Living Bible. It says, when it was Esther's turn to go to the king. This is make or break day. She didn't go with only spirituality. Let's see. She accepted the advice of Higai, the eunuch in charge of the harem of women, dressing according to his instructions. She knew what she needed to know that nobody knew about the king. And all the other girls, they exclaimed with delight when they saw her. When women are already excited about you and you're a woman too, what will happen to a man? Are you with me? The woman shows up. The, the Bible says they were they exclaimed delight. Ah, oh more, this is not something. The king is finished. When we're going to see the king, may the king be finished when we show up. Let's, let me read on. So Esther was taken to the palace of the king in January of the seventh year of his reign. Well, well, the king loved Esther 
more than any of the girls who exclaimed. <laughs> he was so delighted with her that he set the royal crown on her head and declared her queen instead of Vashti. In one fell swoop, looked at her, mesmerized. He did not consult the same people he consulted, the elders and the leaders, to say, let us install another queen. He didn't ask them whether this one fit or not. You don't do that, except something. Don't enter your medulla oblongata. May the person that is critical to our success, may we affect the person like that in Jesus' mighty name. The king didn't wait for anybody. He put the crown on her head by himself. Meaning, jump, go and embrace a transformer. When you are going to be blessed, there will be people that will go to the king and say, are you sure? It's not like that. This and that. When the king says, I have done this, anybody that does not like that's a transformer. That is the kind of result we're going to get in Jesus' name. Because left to some people, they can persuade the king to reverse the decision. When you are already giving the testimony in church, some people are still trying to pull the carpet from under your feet. You need for God to give you the equation that will make the king so crazy that he will do it irreversibly. Every blessing of God is going to, oh, at 59, when I'm going to be 60, there's no more going backwards in my life or your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Forward ever, backwards never. No reversal ever again. What's going on? The king took counsel when he said, let's do for queen. When he was going to install her as queen, he didn't take counsel. Any sensible leader must know that this queen is touch not. May God bless us in a touch not way. What's going on? I said, may the Lord bless you in a touch not my anointed way. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Oh, like hell. Oh, like hell. Now your problem be that. Where's Lakey? That's another billboard there. You like him, oh, you not like him. The blood of Jesus, I help me. That's the end of the matter. Win. How did she do it? Just spirituality? Was it just spirituality? The Bible says. When it was Esther's turn, some people had gone with only spirituality. They didn't get the result. She accepted the advice of the man who knows what the king likes. He was not even supposed to tell anybody. You know, when you listen to God and draw close to God and you worship God, Bible says the secret of the Lord are with those who, who serve him. He will tell you what others don't know. In business, that's what happens in business. When people get ahead of you most times, they know something you don't know. It's about time you too know something they wish they knew. Will you say amen to that? I'm loading up for next Sunday. And so all the other girls exclaimed with delight. The king broke all protocol. How many of you feel too old that if they want to follow protocol, it won't pay me? Hello? Me? 
what I want now, I don't need any protocol between me and the thing. By the time I'm 60, my life, Jelenke. Protocol can take two years, can take three years. Do you have two years? You are not answering. Do you have three years to get married? Do you want that problem to be solved in three years' time? Protocol. You see, the king knew that this girl is too fine. If I ask this boy, somebody will say she's an orphan. Go into the record, say there's something for somebody to be an orphan. Now we say something they do. Am. That's when they start to dig up all kinds of things. The man just sealed it. Beyond reach. May that be our experience in Jesus' name. Shy. Now let me read the same scripture for you from the Amplified Version. Not the Amplified Classic, the Amplified. Now as for Esther. What does that mean to you? When a scripture starts for as for Esther. Deal me, what do you think that means? As for Esther, it, there's a presupposition. Uh, when they say, as for Deumi, what do you think that means? Doesn't it mean that other people, they were kindly how? Other people missed it, but as for Deumi, Onele, Ohama, jump up and say, Amen. <laughs> it said, as for Esther, as for PFP. It said, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his own daughter because she was an orphan, when her turn came in to go to the king, as for Esther, hmm. she knew what she needed to know. So she requested nothing except what Higai, the king's eunuch, an attendant who was in charge of the women, advised. God's counsel to you will set you apart. To be the head and not the tail. You're not doing trial and error anymore. You nail it. I say you kill it. You hammer. You settle. End of story. No discussion. And Esther consequently did what? Found favor in the sight of all, all who saw her. So Esther was taken to the king Ahasuerus to his royal palace in the 10th month, that is the month of Tabith, December to January, in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king. I like the word now. What do you think that means? Now. It means something incredible was about to take place. Now, the king loved Esther more than all the other women. Read with me. And she did what? Found favor and kindness with him more than all the other virgins. So that he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen in the place of Vashti. A lot of people used to say that Esther became queen because she was the most beautiful. There's no scripture here that talks about her being the most beautiful. She certainly wasn't the most beautiful. The only thing the scripture tells us is the counsel she took 
And as she stepped out, both male and female, everybody lined up. Let me ask you, supposing she didn't take that counsel, supposing he offered her and she was relying on her gelly gelly, whatever. You know the thing about all of us, we're Esthers. What you think may work may not be what works in the palace. Have you ever been married to a king before? Do you know his taste? Do you know what he looks for? Where you, the level you're going, you have never been before. And that's why you need the right counsel. And don't go selling what you want to sell. Lake Elder came to church, taught us there's a difference between um, a commodity, a product, and a, and a brand. A product is whatever you make. A brand is you studying what they need, what they want, and then you produce it. Uh -huh. A brand is a product of a promise. So, with a promise. So, everything they wanted, you had studied it and you made the product, which is now a brand. It's different from you just made something and you're trying to sell it. When you meet the desire of people, you don't need to do marketing. <laughs> Esther did not do any marketing. She didn't need to shake her waist. She didn't need to dance. One look, contract signed. All because she knew what she needed to do. She needed to solve a problem so difficult. All her antecedents cannot prepare her for the level God wanted to take her. But you know what? To every one of us, God prepares a he guy. But most and generally, because we do not know, we're not watching out or we're not listening, or we're not responding, and so we struggle. To make that case, that to everyone that is going to end up in the palace, God will prepare somebody that will arm you with what you need to know. And because you didn't know it, you had goofed many opportunities, and it looks like, but God, you said something happened, it didn't happen. Because an Esther that doesn't listen to a guy may not make it. To make the case, I'm going to read, 1 Chronicles 12 and verse 32, the New Living Translation. Concerning the whole of Israel, God promised them they're going to take over the promised land. They're going to rule. But even with Israel, look at what happened. For the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. Twelve tribes. Great promise. But there had to be the Issachar who knew the best course for the promise of God to become their reality. Just like there were, I need to be an guy to tell Esther what to do so that the promise may become reality. The counsel. To need to know what you really need to do. You need to know what you really need to know. And so, God gave the tribe of Issachar to Israel to advise them. And so, we need to locate our own Issachar. We need it. That's where, how we will get to know what we really need to know. That's how we will know how to solve problems that seem too difficult. The New Century Version puts it differently. It says, there were 200 leaders from Issachar. 
They knew what Israel should do and they knew the right time to do it. The other 11 tribes, they, they didn't know this and without knowing this, they could not win. Stop rushing around. Drunk with whatever you know. What you need to know may not be part of what you know. They knew what Israel, not they as a tribe, they knew what the whole Israel should do and they knew the right time to do it and so their relatives were with them and under their command. The contemporary evening version says these leaders of Issachar knew the right, they knew the right time to do what needed to be done. They knew the right time to do what needed to be done. What was the hope of the tribe of Reuben? The tribe of God. And every other tribe without an Issachar. In the times that we live in, we have made too many poor choices. We lost too many battles. We might as well find our own Issachar. And they may not be far from where you're sitting. So if you want to know more about this, be in church Next Sunday, with your writing pad, take your notes, and we're going to download what we really need to know. Are you glad? <laughs> the blessing of always knowing what you need to know. From this Sunday, you move from the realm where you used to be to the realm of being so blessed. You always know what you need to know. Glory to God. Father, we thank you for the word. Any culture, any attitude, any custom, any personality trait that has made us not locate our own Issachar or listen to them, any propensity or proclivity to ignore the Higai that God set in place for us, Father, deliver us from these enemies that we may come into a season of such prosperity and peace and joy in the name of Jesus. Between now and Sunday, help us to download everything that we need to know and share this bread and our people begin to prosper in leaps and bounds against all odds in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for people here who are hearing what they need to know for the first time about the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, how the blood helps us to win. They're hearing about the blessing of God always helping us know what we need to know. And they are thinking, I should have known this a long time ago. And they're thinking, this is the day the Lord has made. I want to rejoice I want to be part of this kingdom, and they're here today. Father, perfect the work of your word in their heart to birth salvation that cannot be lost again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. With that, with all heads bowed, if there's anyone here who's thinking, wow, I didn't know this is what the faith is all about. I want to change. I want to be a part of this kingdom. I want to be born again. Wherever you are, just lift your hand wherever you are. Wherever I want to pray with you. In my heart, I can see you. With my eyes, I want to see you. 
any hand up, I just want to pray with you. Somebody so special, I have to make this call. And as I make this call, maybe there's somebody else who had departed from the Lord. Maybe there's so many failures, so many failed promises, and you felt this isn't working. But today, your baby's jumping again. You want to come back home. I want to receive you on behalf of the Lord. If you're such a person, can you walk towards me at the altar? I want to take a little time to show gladness that you come back to the Lord, to be restored back to where you are. I know you're here. I don't know what the struggle is, but this is your day. This is your day. I want you to come forward. This is not something you can do behind closed doors. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else, just come. I want to pray with you. The love that God has for you compels me to stand waiting for you. You have such great prize to the Lord. I want you to lift up your hand to the Lord and say, Lord, thank you for my life. Thank you, Father, for Jesus Christ. Thank you for lovingly calling me back home. I don't know what happened, but I'm glad that I'm here. Touch me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Strengthen me. Put me back on the path that I should be. I'm so sorry about the past. But there's joy in my heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love, for your forgiveness. Thank you for loving me. I'm so glad to be home. I receive everything that you've given me. I receive the call into the family of God. I am home at last, never to leave again. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to look at me. I'm so happy to be able to see your eyes. I'm so happy that you stood up for Jesus. I'm so happy for the story beyond this time. Heaven is rejoicing over you. Can we rejoice over them?